and welcome to Escaped, a podcast that reviews escape rooms in and around the UK. My name's Tom. And I'm Al. And this week, we're going to be reviewing Unescapable in Derby. Uh, They have three rooms there. They have Tommy, Edith and Mary. So with uh, Unescapable, we're going to start firstly with the accessibility and how easy it was to find, car parking, this, you know, this is a big issue when it comes to escape rooms. And I thought for this escape room that it was, it was easy to find, because some escape rooms we've been through are notoriously We different. did have to ask a bus driver where it was. We did. But it was a long way from where we parked. That was it was. The, there's no parking outside this one. There was roadside, but it felt like it was a road that was quite often had um, cars parked along it. You know, yes. it. It wasn't going to be an easy road to park along. It, no, it wasn't the easiest. But once we saw it, it was it was quite well signposted once we knew where we were going. So that wasn't necessarily a bad thing. The only thing would be if you were running late, the car park isn't the nearest. I think, I think it's one of those ones where... When they say 15 minutes early, you aim for like half an hour early just to, just to be there on time. I agree. What did you think of the, the layout of the reception and everything when we went in there? What did you... I thought it was very nice. I thought the clever bit was the, with the with the way they do their team photos. Yeah, I thought that uh, having uh, what they do for their team photos, they have almost a Polaroid esque um, sort of almost an imitation Polaroid, and they stick them up all on the wall. They they don't really believe in uh, the uh, social media part. No, they don't do that. No, uh, and they post it up. But also, what I did like about their place was that you weren't actually in an escape room. They were trying to from the minute you walk through the door it's you are going to be traveling through time here is our massive time machine in our reception area and each room is us taking you into uh, a different time zone they say you're about to go through a portal and this is what your game is about i I felt it got better well you say that but it was just a black room with thing i i felt the place in uh birmingham uh escape live yeah their time travel start of their room was a far more time travel based yeah this you know, was just a, a hole in the wall and, you, and, and you walk, yeah either black room and then you crawl through a tunnel if you are not capable of if you're in a wheelchair or they're impossible uh, so so what we're going to do now is we're going to go into uh, the rooms uh, I think we should start with Mary so Mary is a spaceship it's a space odyssey sort of one, isn't it? Yeah, well, you're on a you're on a spaceship, aren't you? I really enjoyed in this one. My highlight for this one was the clue system. I thought in the first section of this game, the clue system was something I hadn't seen before in the hundred or so rooms I've played. I agree with you. However, it wasn't it wasn't that unique of a clue system. If you really think about it, how many times have we been in a room? where an object talks. In that respect, I'd say then the host was probably added that little extra value because if you'd had someone there who was miserable or something like that, they wouldn't have come across in that clue system the way they did. I think that we were quite lucky with the host. He was quite jokey and fun and judged us quite quickly that we could take a joke and he could say certain things to us. It it definitely helps when you have a host that's willing to be part of the fun. And take the mic and have a joke. I have to admit, on occasion, I could have done with him being a bit quieter at times, uh, just because I understand where we got to, 
Um, but I just, you know, at certain points you, you're trying to work something out. Uh, the last thing you need to do is hear He's someone. Yeah, is hear someone do a joke, and you're like, "Oh, is that a clue?" No, it was a pithy joke. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I thought, I thought but again, he, he, he didn't was go far. too far. I think he could have gone a lot further. There were times which we'll come on to another podcast where we've been into escape rooms, and the clue system has been annoying. There has been many, and even ones where hosts dictate to you what yeah. you should and should not. A be host, doing. in our opinion makes or breaks an escape room I was t- it was tiring crawling I mean I've been in escape rooms before where they'll send you through a tunnel and that'll be it yeah. but with Mary you kept having to back and forth especially at the end yeah and I found keep... that with all of their rooms yeah there wasn't so many tunnels in Edith there was one very major one but not that you were crawling yes remember the in and out Oh yeah, but once you got into the game, once you're in the room, yeah. whereas Mary, you were backwards and forth through the tunnels, yeah. crawling under things the whole time. Yeah, well, I which, was. which well, you were because, it, but that was my point. Yeah, yeah. you had to do I it. I had to keep going back and forth. Um, I, you know, it would have. I wouldn't have enjoyed the game if I was kept having. Yeah, and even at points, I was having to run backwards and forwards. So that was um, that was a that was a minus for them. Um, you see, uh, I think though the aesthetic of of uh, Mary, it, it it looks like a spaceship. It felt like a spaceship. It, does. it looks reminded me of Red Dwarf. Yes, Red Dwarf cross with Butter Moon. Yeah, they they spent a lot of time making it look very nice. Uh, obviously, there are many others out there that they they try, uh, and because of um, their independent or budgetary issues or whatever, sometimes it falls short. Uh, but this one I felt looked really nice I felt it looked good I felt you could see that they hadn't spent a load of money on it if you look actually when we took a moment to look at the props and the layout of the room they hadn't needed to but they picked the right materials the right stuff to make everything look and feel spacey and you know a bit run down but good Um, like it wasn't a polished spaceship you went on the Enterprise you were more probably on like in Alien, it was yeah. it was run down. It was yeah, gritty. It was, it was, it was, it was interesting. Yeah, it was very I, nice. I, I enjoyed it. I didn't feel at any point. Oh, they they could do with spending a load of money here. No, I felt that it worked, uh, and we were quickly through and out of the first room. Now, I don't know about you, but maybe I felt that we were possibly helped a little too much in the first room because he wanted to show off the clue system. Yes. I felt in the second room when the clue system changed, he calmed himself down and we were sort of allowed to get on with it. And I felt we were not rushed, but he could have given us a bit more time to work out the puzzles and left us to it. I mean, uh, that's an issue. And that's an issue with, uh, with, with an eager host or, you know, yeah. he, they're always they're always wanting to help you. And especially one that's quite jokey. Uh, they because you get into that conversation. They're like, "Oh, are you sure about that? Are you sure about this?" Oh, oh. which I enjoy because they're part of the conversation. And it makes it a whole different experience. Sometimes, though, <coughs> it, it can become too much, and you do just want to get on with it yourself. I agree, but I, he didn't make me laugh. He did make you laugh. Mm. Um, Puzzle-wise, they they were very good puzzles. That they, um, yeah, I, uh, just I definitely like how uh, just the physical finding something, putting something together, having to decipher. Or, or, you know, it, 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 they they took it to a slightly different level. Yeah, 
um, which made it fun. It was definitely a fun room. It wasn't. It wasn't like. Um, <coughs> it wasn't like a hot. It, it was. It was an enjoyment room. It was a good room for. I would say families, kids. Uh, yeah. And parents and things like that, you would have a great time. The last puzzle it. I said could do with possibly being tweaked a tiny bit. You remember we were collecting all of those things. Yeah, we got that wrong twice, maybe three times. We had to relook and do this and do that, and it wasn't clear because you thought we didn't need certain parts of the yeah. other room, and that was the other problem with this room. You needed to bring stuff through the game with you, but at no point did it tell you that. No, the puzzle worked. There was no downside to the puzzle. No, I think as a room it flowed really well. Uh, it did I did, flow I, well. I've, I've been in rooms where, you know, they, they state that they're non-linear. As yeah. soon as people say it's non-linear, I get worried. Mm. Because it, then it makes me feel like we're just going to be stopping and starting. You know, I've done this. You've given me no lead on where to go next. Yeah. Uh, where I didn't feel this with it. I felt as soon as I solved something, I had an understanding of what I had to do next. Yeah. Or, or at least what... I was looking for. No, I agree. I think um, out of all of them, Mary is my least favourite, but I think it's the one that flowed the best. I will disagree with you, but I will disagree with you that when we get to the room that I didn't enjoy the most. Right, okay. After Mary, we then played Edith. Edith. Now, Now, Edith is a horror room. I will state that from the top, and if you are not good in horror rooms... This isn't a one to do. And this has been built up a lot for me. I've heard a lot of people rave about how good this horror room is. So I was expecting a lot from Edith. And it starts again. You're going into a time portal. A woman has has vanished. And you're basically on the trail for her information to see if she's still alive and the data that she has has left for you. And you, you enter the portal. You go into the room. And it's basically an old, I'd say, Victorian. It's, a, it's definitely a Victorian. It was set in 1818-something. Uh, she was meant to uh, go back to the 50s, I believe, and she ended up in 1818, uh, 1880-something, uh, and she's disappeared. But as you arrive there, it starts to become clear that something more has happened to her. Uh, even she, in certain points, talks about these weird happenings uh, going through. And what did you think of the layout of the room? I thought it was... I thought it fitted. Uh, it, it was a bit sparse, but it worked. So when you walk in, there's a table. Uh, there's, like, a weird computer thing in the corner, which I didn't really understand, because we're in Victorian times. I My only presumption was that she had <laughs> built it, or it was part of what she would, the, the time machine people were taking right. there. That was my only understanding. Puzzles was good in this room? Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, we have played horror experience yeah. ones, which are very similar to what is happening here. Um, but the puzzles in that were very much lacking. However, I think the puzzles were the right balance. They were, you still had to work things out properly, but they weren't so hard that your adrenaline mind couldn't focus on something. So in the first section, the Victorian section, uh, you are doing several puzzles, uh, and the horror in this room, I'd put it 
let's go with a one to ten scale. I'd put it as a five on this one. With what, the, in the first room. In the first room. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're, Three to five. They're, they're definitely uh, they're definitely setting <coughs> setting you up, lulling you in. Yes, definitely for certain. And as you enter the next part, they definitely heighten it. Now I remember in this the first bit something was really bugging you. Can you remember what it was? Oh yes, I do, and it is an issue with a lot of horror rooms. They will flick the lights on and off. Yeah, which is all well and good. It's not scary. Well, it's annoying. It, it can be scary, but the, I think the problem is um, you you need a host that is watching you. That's fine when I'm moving around and I'm just looking around and the lights are flickering on and off. That's all well and good. When I'm in the middle of a puzzle and I need to look at something. Don't flick the lights on and off. It's really annoying. I, I'm, I'm looking, and, I, and it, at that point, I get taken out of the room, and it just leaves me frustrated, frankly. I agree. So we'll give this a three to five on the, the horror scare factor. Then you go through, in so they've lulled you in. You think, oh, this isn't too bad. This is just an escape room. What is everything going on? And then they lull you in. And then you go through to the second part, where it ramps up to a nine. Yeah, it, it, it ramps up. It, it really does. And um, But cleverly. But cleverly. My biggest issue with this room is the ending. Yeah, I don't know, it just didn't work for me. It, it, it tried... I can understand what maybe they were trying to do, but it just didn't help... It was a silly ending. It didn't make sense. It wasn't a puzzle. It was silly. But this is the first escape room horror game we've played. We've played horror experience, like we've said. But this was the first one we've played that was an escape room. But back into the second part, the second phase. As I was saying, we play as a two. So, at one point, we got split up. And there was a downside to this, and we had to actually ask for the music to be turned down because we needed to communicate. Now, maybe if there were four of us or six of us, mm. three may have been locked away, the other three were, may have been able to make a, a sound chain. But for a two, the music was too loud. We couldn't hear each other. We probably wasted 10 minutes just, I was just shouting, I can't do this bit, I couldn't get into this bit because. What Al thought I needed to do, I couldn't get into. I didn't need to do that, but we couldn't communicate. The clue system in this room was odd. Well, it it was a radio. Which doesn't make sense if you've beamed back well, forward I, in time. I think, I think the issue with the radio normally is they're not always the easiest to hear people through. They're not. Um, From having that amazing clue system in Mary, it was a bit of a letdown that they didn't... It's difficult in horror rooms, I'll give them that. Horror, cluing up a horror room is hard to make it fit the room and when you're scared, but I felt there were probably better ways to do it. The radio didn't really work... I, I felt he was either setting up another room because like I say at this point well, I, without giving too much away I don't think he was setting up a room I think he was in places where he couldn't talk yeah so I think that's more the issue with I that. mean I feel we're allowed to say there's live actors in this because they tell you that anyway okay um, there is a live actor there is a live actor uh, 
we've done experiences before uh, in Bournemouth uh, where there was a live actor but there was a second person controlling the game yes but here I think there was only one person yes so he was busy doing his scary scary bit and wasn't able to help yes so we were stuck for parts the music was too loud they did turn it down for us once we'd asked them to but that was good. I liked being split up. It's the second time yeah. it's happened to us. We've been split up in uh, in Bournemouth, which we will we will definitely review. One of my favourite places was um, was the place in Bournemouth, but that'll be for another podcast. Yeah. I enjoyed the part where one of us had to choose. Yeah, that was a fun moment. Um, which is what we had to do at this point when we were split up. Uh, but again, I felt that would work nicer in a bigger group. Yes, possibly, but it did add a little bit that we were. I was completely on my own. You were completely yeah. on your own. I didn't realise that you'd been taken away, trapped. Yeah, but I felt that also added to it. But so, Edith, overall, what would you give it out of ten? I definitely think it's definitely an eight. An eight, seven or eight. I'd give it a nine for the horror value. Yeah, um, yeah. If the ending was better, then I think it would have got up there. And then the next room we went to... The last room was Tommy. Tommy. Just to set it up, Tommy is a World War One. That's what I was going to say. But at this stage, we kind of knew. So we were, again, going to a portal. We were going to be travelled. We, we were told we were going to... Uh, was it 1845 or 1844? Well, for the first For one, Tommy. So Tommy. But we weren't. The time machine went wrong. Do you remember? Uh, yes. And then it booted us to 1944. Yeah. So we knew, oh, it's gone wrong. Okay. So we kind of knew it was going to be a wartime one. The name kind of gives it away. Now, aesthetically, probably one of the most authentic war rooms I've been in. And it was very basic. And I think that's what it helped it. Well, it was basic, yeah. Uh, there was one point, so you, you, you go through the portal and you're in like uh, Blackadder goes forth's cabin, if you like, where there's a few puzzles. Now, I was working on stuff uh, and then the games master said, why don't I go and do something else? Which I did. Uh, and I managed to get through to another bit, which was a really authentic World War II trench. And that made the room amazing for me while you were working on your bit which you was which was quite difficult for you from what I remember well it was by far my least favorite room uh, I felt the biggest problem with it is the the puzzles that I was working on were very big puzzles and they were very they took a long time and I would say they were the probably about 90 percent of actually what you had to do there was also one point that the the Morse code, we're not giving away thing that they use Morse code in this room. It's a war room, obviously. They're going to use some sort of encryption. The Morse code either came through the headphones, but he could blast it through the room as well. Now, that's good and bad. If the puzzle is too difficult for one person to work on, maybe, I don't know how you feel, maybe if there were three or four of us, mm. we would have had a bit. We got out of it. Um, I thought the way it looked was brilliant. The puzzles I did were fine it worked there was there was um there were more physical puzzles the one i was that i was doing whereas al you were working more on the mental puzzles and the and the the morse code and the the coding side of it not sure about the coding i don't think it works very well in this room. Uh, i my my problem with it is you had to do a lot to get very little mm. you you had to do so much working out and what you got from the result 
didn't it could have been done in a different way in a more interesting way and it was finding stuff in this room and it was finding stuff and, and basically like 95% of it is or 90% of it was the uh, what I had to do then that gave you one extra thing and from there you basically had to uh, find bits to reattach something and then you're out of the room and that didn't make much sense either the reattach. So no. Th- so for this room, I don't know about you. Uh, for the flow and running of the room, I would give it three out of ten. For the aesthetics and the pleasing of the eye, I'd probably give it a ten out of ten. I thought it looked great. I, I think I'll probably give it badly. I think I'll probably give it an eight on look. Yeah. Um, you know, it did look good, but it was also. You know, it's just sandbags. I think I had the surprise of going in the trench and running it back. And I think that's what made the room good for me, is I had that initial wow factor where you were sat at a table for 45 minutes trying to work stuff out. I don't like finding stuff. I'm not a big fan um, of finding stuff. I'd rather work stuff out. not a treasure hunt. Exactly. I'd rather work things out and... And also, it's just time-wasting. Because finding stuff is literally, oh, we didn't have an idea to put a puzzle in here. Let's waste their time for 10 minutes while they're hunting for stuff. Because there's no need to hunt for stuff. You need to get all those those bits together to get out. So just give us them. Give us them at the end. If they, if we if we have them at the beginning, we're going to get me, out. To give them. me a puzzle that unlocks a box, yeah. and inside that box is what I need. Is what I need. Uh, agreed. So I don't think we rated Mary. Uh, out of 10, what would you give it for gameplay? I think for gameplay, I think it's definitely probably seven or eight. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree with a six or a seven. Uh, what about aesthetics? So aesthetically, I would say it's probably about an eight or a nine. I'd agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so what would you give this place as an overall experience for the for the day? You know, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I think all the rooms were really nice. I really uh, enjoyed playing all of them, uh, despite having one or two being my least favourite. I, I still thought it was a really good all sort of all area place. Yeah, I, I, out of uh, say ten, I would give it like an eight. Oh, okay, uh, I think for everything together, I would give it a seven. I thought it was it was fine, but yeah. So, seven from me, eight from you. Yeah, excellent. That was about Unescapable. Uh, I'm Al. And I'm Tom. Goodbye. We'll see you next time.